1: Hey Bridget, you got any more of those knock-knock jokes?
0: Um, yeah, here's one. Yes. Knock knock.
1: Who's there?
0: Ice cream soda.
1: Ice cream soda who?
0: Ice cream soda people can hear me. <laughs> That's so good.
1: All right, one more. One more.
0: No, we got to start
1: the show. Oh, please. They're so short and you're so good at them.
0: <sighs> okay. Last one. Knock knock.
1: Who's there?
0: I'll never know.
1: I'll never know who.
0: Okay, time for the show. Bye.
1: Bridget, I'll never know who. Bridget. She didn't finish. Now we will never know who. Oh, that's good. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Million Bazillion, the show that helps dollars make more
0: sense. I'm Jed. And I'm Bridget. Talking about money isn't easy, and that's okay because we're here to help.
1: Today, we're teaching you something that's going to make your parents really nervous. (laughs) Oh, They're so worried. Come on, guys. Join me in scaring your parents.
0: (laughs) All right, Thanos. Take it down a notch. It's not about scaring parents. It's about empowering kids and hopefully avoiding big, nasty arguments. You know how it can be really hard sometimes to convince your parents to let you do something or get something that you really want? we're going to help you learn a technique that'll make the whole process go way easier.
1: That's right. It's called negotiation. That's when two sides try to come to an agreement on something by talking it out.
0: This is a super important skill. One day you'll need to negotiate to get a good deal on a car, or when you accept a job to make sure you're getting paid what you're worth. But it's
1: also super useful in your life right now. Like, you probably negotiate every day without even realizing it. Over things like your bedtime, what game to play with your friends, or what
0: toppings to get on pizza. Mm Mm-hmm, or when you negotiate with your cat, Mr. Tuggle-Rumps, about what an appropriate hour for using the scratch post is. I've never won.
1: Anyway, if you're already negotiating, why not be smart about it? Because there are different ways to negotiate, and not all of them are great. I mean, check out this old instructional film I found the other day. Episode 4, How to Negotiate Using Three Simple Techniques. Annoying Repetition, Timber Tantrums, and Threats. In this situation, homeroom teacher Mr. Stewart wants his students to start bringing him snacks every day. First, he'll try to get his way using repetition. Attention, class. I would like a snack.
0: Um, don't you have any of your own? I want
1: a snack. Shouldn't you be taking attendance? Snack! I want a snack. Snack time. Now, for my tummy. Now, for me. Right now. Snack. Excellent. Another terrible technique is the temper tantrum. No! I am not getting up until I get a snack. Mr.
0: Stewart, what if you write a note reminding yourself to bring snacks tomorrow? No!
1: You are unfair! Give me a pudding cup! Now!
0: <sighs> I want to change schools.
1: This is so weird. Outstanding. Finally, let's see how threats work. Listen up. If you don't bring me snacks, I am going to assign so much homework and no So, yeah, don't do any of that. Bridget, go ahead and throw that away. No one ever needs to see that again. Anyway, the point is yelling and freaking out is not a good strategy.
0: Yeah, it'll probably just make whoever you're negotiating with frustrated and angry.
1: And you might even get in trouble.
0: There's a much smarter, more effective way to try getting what you want. It involves active listening and compromise. And that's when both sides give up something so that both sides can be happy.
1: To help us see it in action, we've brought in a very special guest. Let me introduce you to Ruby, who is 12. Thank you so much for coming in, Ruby. How do you feel about being here? Awesome. We're talking to Ruby today because she wants something, but her parents aren't on board. Ruby, what is it that you want? A new phone. Why do you need a new phone?
2: Um, so right now I have a super old phone, so I can only email people and use the Google Hangouts app. So I can, like, play games, listen to music, that kind of thing.
1: But you can't call anyone or text from it. And that's a bummer because...
2: Because I'm going to a different school next year, and... I have no way to communicate with people that I met last year. So I don't, I can't like.
1: So you you might run the risk of losing touch with your friends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, that's rough.
1: Yeah. Friends are the people who know the real you and it's terrible to lose touch. But here's some good news. We're going to help Ruby out. No, we're not going to buy her a phone. We're going to help her learn to negotiate for one. And we're going to teach you listeners how to do it, too.
0: That's coming up. And if you've got a money question or a money problem you want answered, send it to us at our website. It's marketplace.org slash million.
2: And now it's time for asking random kids not-so-random questions. Assuming your parents have a very good reason for this, like the very best one, why do your parents tell you no when you ask them for things?
3: And we have a lot of stuff because it costs so much money. Because I had a bad day.
2: They give us a lot of stuff that's really important and costs a lot more money than just a a toy or, like, something really fancy. You don't have a budget for
4: it. Because
3: I'm not allowed to have gum, because I have braces. Maybe it's too pricey, or maybe it's just too expensive or something. Wait, are they both the same thing? Mom, they
2: know all the time. That was Ezra, Sevian, Sophia, Olivia, Augustine, and Aidan. And this has been Asking Random Kids
1: Not-So-Random Questions. Okay, so Bridget and I were talking about the best way to help solve Ruby's problem.
0: And we decided to call in an expert, someone who really knows their stuff when it comes to helping people get what they want. She actually teaches future lawyers all about negotiation.
1: And she has a proven track record in helping kids successfully negotiate with their parents, including, in one case, where the kids convince their parents to get a TV. I mean, this is great stuff. Ruby, meet Carrie Mankel-Meadow, and Carrie, meet Ruby.
4: Hi, Ruby. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you.
1: Ruby, we filled Carrie in about your situation, like how you'd lose touch with all your friends when you changed schools if you didn't get that cell phone, and how your parents keep saying no. So Carrie... What should Ruby, our budding
4: master negotiator, do next? Next thing you might want to do is, sounds like you've done it already, is to ask them why you can't have a phone. And they've said too expensive and not old enough yet, right?
2: Yeah, mostly too expensive. Okay.
4: So when you get an answer from somebody saying no, one thing I always tell people to do is step away from the negotiation for a little while and think about it. Can you respond or think of some solutions or ideas about what might make it less expensive for them? Okay. Any ideas?
2: Well, maybe I could pay half the cost, they could pay half the cost.
4: That's terrific. That's what we call problem-solving negotiation. So there's something you want, but in order to get something from someone else, you have to help them get there. We call that getting to yes giving them something so they can meet you either halfway or come along and help you get what you want. So an offer, that's what you're doing, offering to pay for some of it yourself is meeting their argument about why they might not do it because it's too expensive. So I think that's pretty terrific. Oh, Can I jump in? I I talked to your mom and
1: she said there are actually bigger reasons than money for not wanting Ruby to get a phone. Ruby, your parents are really worried about you spending too much time looking at
4: screens. Hmm. There's another lesson in that for you, Ruby. When you want something, ask somebody what all their concerns and needs and issues and their arguments are all at once. Because it's useful to know everything that they want from the situation right away. So, have any ideas about what you might say to her to meet that need or concern?
2: Well, I mean, a lot of my friends that do have phones, they have this screen time limit thing where the app just automatically closes once you spend a certain amount of set time on it.
4: That's great. Did you tell your mom that?
2: I didn't because I actually... I forgot about the screen time thing
4: until now. So I was like, wait, we could totally use this. Absolutely. So one lesson in this... Almost no negotiation has to be only one session of talking. So sometimes you might need to take some time away and stop and think and start again. It's really important to keep communicating and to keep it going and to keep asking. Is there anything else that you're saying no? Is there any other reason you have? So you can take some time out and think about how to respond to those.
1: Oh, man, that's good advice. I mean, I always just give up when I hear no (laughs) because I figured that was it.
4: Sometimes you have to go with a maybe for a little while. And then you can take some time out and think about how do we convert that maybe into into a a yes. Yes.
1: Perfect. Carrie, all of this is fantastic. Ruby, I think you've got what it takes
4: to really win this argument. Ah, I said argument. Is it an argument? No, it's not an argument. So now, Jed, a little advice for Jed here. (laughs) (laughs) One of the important things in negotiating is don't turn the person on the other side to an enemy. You want to get them to sit on the same side as you. And we're not having an argument. We're having a discussion.
1: Hmm. Ooh, that's a good and important point, Carrie. All right, let's take a break. Think about what we've learned, and when we come back, we're going to have more tips and tricks on how to get what you want the right way. And also, maybe a few more knock-knock jokes. What do you say,
0: Bridget? Maybe... But, you know, it's a lot of work to find them. Perhaps you could look some up yourself? Anyway, stick around. Would you rather always win your
1: negotiations over what to eat or what to watch? I mean, it would be amazing to always pick what's for dinner. Ooh, and dessert. But then again, if you always won your TV negotiations, you'd never watch a boring show again and you'd be ruler of movie night. So which would you rather?
0: Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy.
1: Okay, Bridget. Knock knock. Who's there? What are you? An owl? What?
0: I I don't I don't get it.
1: Ah nuts, I jumped the punchline. I was supposed to wait until you said who. See, this is why I need you to do the knock-knock jokes. (sighs)
0: I'll find some more. But you know, you ask for so many of them every day. Okay, real talk. Negotiating is not easy. It takes practice, patience, preparation. But don't worry. We've got the perfect way to help you get ready.
1: The trick is, think of it like a top-secret spy mission... And anyone knows a successful mission is all about preparation.
0: So step one, gather intel. That means find out everything you can about the discussion at hand. Ask the other side questions. Do research on the topic to support your side. Talk to someone who already figured out how to negotiate for the thing you're asking for. Scope it out so you know what you're up against. Step two, get backup.
1: Someone who can be a go-between for you and the person you're negotiating with like an older sibling or an aunt or uncle, to help you when you get stuck. It's like having that friend tracking you on their laptop and warning you about booby traps before you get to them.
0: Step three, create a mission plan. Come up with reasons your parents might say no, then practice your answers. Start the talk with questions, not demands. If they give you a reason you hadn't thought of, pull back, we're going to try this mission again another day. Go back to your secret headquarters to think of more answers and do more research. And finally,
1: step four, stay cool. Spies need to keep calm under pressure, and so do you. If you feel yourself getting riled up, ask if you can pause the talks for a while until you feel ready to dive back in.
0: Now you're ready for the mission. Good luck, agent. We're rooting for you. Wow, I'm feeling
1: super inspired. I want to go negotiate for something right now. Well,
0: that's perfect because I wanted to talk to you all about all those jokes you keep asking for.
1: You love telling them and you have 20 more?
0: No, I mean, I do love telling them, but it's like a lot of work to meet your ginormous appetite for knock-knock jokes.
1: I am insatiable.
0: Okay, so let's negotiate. I know you don't like looking them up because they aren't as funny when you do.
1: Very true.
0: And I know you want fresh jokes every day. Also true. Okay, so how about this? I'll look up and memorize one... New joke every day. But you have to walk my pets.
1: Hmm. Knock, knock.
0: Uh, who's there? It's a... It's a who?
1: It's a deal. Now, where are those dogs?
0: Awesome. We negotiated. And they're not dogs. They're cats. There's ten of them, and they hate their leashes. And that, my friends, is why you should always find out as much information beforehand as you can. Have fun. Well, ah- Whoa, hold on. Get down, kitty cow. Oh, stop scratching. Oh, ah, sit.
1: Get off my leg. Uh, I should have asked for more jokes. Hey, this is just me taking a minute to say thank you to all of you who sent in your questions to our website, marketplace.org slash million. You know, we've also been asking some well-known grown-ups to answer some questions for us. Our next guest has had a career exploring strange new worlds and taking us all along with them in books. But don't take my word for it. Hi, LeVar Burton here. So if I could design my own currency, I would definitely put Harriet Tubman on it. We had decided it was a done deal, and then it was taken away. So I would like to right that wrong and put Harriet Tubman on the twenty. 20- dollar bill. Guys, this might mean more to your parents than to you, but that was LeVar Burton! Star Trek! Reading Rainbow Roots! LeVar Burton! Now let's see how things went for our pal Ruby. She did her research, she prepared her arguments over a couple of months, and then she was ready to compromise. So, how did it go? Did she get a new phone?
2: It worked. It's right here.
1: Oh man! Okay, let's let's see that thing. Have you? I mean, how does it feel to have a phone finally?
2: It feels good. I feel satisfied.
1: Did you remember the things that uh, that Carrie told you about negotiation, like the tips and tricks?
2: Oh yeah, I did, and I used them. Yeah.
1: Did they? How did? How did they work?
2: They worked pretty good. I mean, my mom was like, "I can see that this negotiation paid off, and you're very persuasive, and yada yada yada, all this, all this stuff."
1: So success. Now here are the compromises. It's not a brand new phone. It's her dad's old phone, which is still perfectly good. That takes care of the cost concern. And also, Ruby promised she wouldn't use the phone all the time. Like you know, she wouldn't be a zombie just staring at a screen. So she got what she wanted, and she addressed her mom's concerns. It's a win-win.
0: This is so awesome. She nailed it. Time
1: now for our Dollar Scholar of the Week.
0: Where we hear from a kid who's gotten better at understanding money and how we use it. And they've got some tips they want to share with the rest of us.
1: Today's Dollar Scholar is Sevian from Los Angeles. He's 10, and he's got a trick for managing his money.
0: Me and
3: my parents made up this rule where I save 40% of it for college. I spend 40% of it, like, for whatever I want, or I just keep it for to save up for something. And then I donate 20% of it to charity.
1: How do you feel about this system, Sevian?
3: Uh, it's pretty good. We started doing the forty forty twenty um, like around my birthday, which was in March. And before I didn't really get much, a lot of the money, it was mostly just for college.
1: Do you have plans to get something for yourself?
3: Well, I got um a couple of video games on my Nintendo switch.
1: Sevy, how do you divvy up that money? Do you keep it in your room or do you put it in a bank?
3: Uh, some of it is in a bank, and some of it
0: is in a box in my room.
1: Thank you for sharing that with us, man. You're welcome. That was a really great tip from
0: Sevian. If you want to nominate yourself or someone you know as a dollar scholar, hop on over to our website. That's marketplace.org slash million.
1: Hang on. I got another thing I need to get off my chest. Can I get some Western music? Yeah, listen up, buckaroos. Today, we've given you a pretty powerful tool for your woodshed. Negotiating will help you get better at communicating what you want and why. And it's a darn sight better than kicking up a fuss when you don't get your way. But know this, sometimes your folks, they're just gonna say no, no matter how strong a case you make. And they get to do that because, well, they're your parents you got to trust that they have your best interests at heart. Finally, once you do get the hang of negotiating, don't overuse it. Save it for the big stuff. Because with great power comes great resp- Oh, wait, no, that's Spider-Man. Oh, I should have asked for superhero music. Oh, is it too late?
0: Can I take it again? Can I sound a bit- Thanks for staying with us to the end, guys.
1: This has been Million Bazillion, where we help dollars make more sense. Our next episode is going to be all about why things cost what they do. And it's pizza day.
0: If you have something you want to ask us, send us your questions at marketplace.org slash million. If you like what you heard, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating or write us a review on Apple Podcasts because that helps other cool people just like you find us.
1: Special thanks to Carrie Minkle Meadow, whose very official title is Professor of Law and Political Science at UC Irvine. And thanks to Ruby for learning about negotiation along with us.
0: We also had help from Kimberly Adams, Sabri Beneshore, Austin Cross, Jack Stewart, and Anna Wagel.
1: Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace in collaboration with Brains On and American Public Media. Ben Tolliday is our sound designer and composer. Our theme music was created by Wonderly. Bridget Bodner is my co-host and the senior producer. Zanin Totten is our editor. Sitara Nieves is the executive director of On Demand. Marketplace's Senior Vice President and the General Manager is Deborah Clark. I'm your host, Jed Kim.
0: And special thanks to the people who provided the startup funding to make this show possible in the first place. The Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and NextGen Personal Finance, supporting Marketplace's work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy.
1: See you next time.